CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Coco Caliente podcast, soon to be the Jenny and Coco show, where a mother and daughter okay, we production, heard, where I we talk about everything and nothing at the same time. I'm Jenny. I'm Nicole. Well, Coco, I guess in this case. Oh, we missed you. We really, really missed you. And I know you guys missed us a lot too. So it's like trying to get back and think even where to start, right? Yeah, no, it's good to be back. There's times of laying down at night and you're just kind of thinking like, I miss this. And it wasn't anything. There's so much. And I'm I'm happy that we're here for the last episode on this platform to tell you guys everything, I guess. Right, mom? Yeah, to get everything. So first of all, I want to address like the the reasoning that we stopped podcasting. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to let you, I want to take the blame for one thing. It was me. It wasn't Nicole. And it wasn't like any main like reasoning because I love doing it and I love talking to everybody and I love the interaction. Like I I actually, Mm -hmm. like right now I have trouble going on the Facebook. I never told Nicole this, even the Facebook page, because I have such feelings of guilt because I feel like I like let my friends down and let you guys down because I haven't been there. And even me telling you stuff, I learn about you guys because you will talk about the episode back to me. And then I learn a little bit more about you. I learn about what's normal and about like, you know, just like relate, yeah, what, rela- good, what good relates to our lives. So, mm-hmm. and actually I've been down lately. So maybe it's because that's I'm not, I'm, that's what I'm wondering because about. I have not been podcasting. Nicole tells me I am very grouchy all the time. Well, no, I just, I feel like I need to figure out the root of it. Like what's going on because it's not, it's not normal for you. Do you know what I mean? But anyways, uh, this is, it started, everything like started exactly at the same time. Like when I was thinking about it, it was the pressure to get the podcast done. And I had a lot going on in my own personal life at that time. And a lot of things that I'll talk about later. And so I think it was just all at too much. And I just said to Nicole, basically, I need a break. And then once you take that break, it is so weird and so hard to go back because mm-hmm. like, this is an example Uh, When my kids were in high school and junior high, they were in every sport. I sat at a sporting event every day of the week. I was, when, when they were graduating, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? Like I am going to be bored. I'm going to not have anything to do. And the, the year came where both of them were graduated and I had none of that. And I was fine. Like I found you find new things to do and it takes up all the time and you don't even realize, you know, that you go back 
that you missed it or we're going to miss it. Like, it's just weird. Isn't it? You know what I'm talking about, Nicole? Yeah. But I think like in this case, it's like, we knew we were going to miss it. It was hard. And, but I don't think we both expected to like miss it this much and also be missed. I didn't expect to be missed. I didn't expect to be missed that much either. And so like, that was like the hardest part was like, I thought I was like, mom, no one's going to care. Like no one listens to us. It's fine. Like whatever. She's like, I support whatever your decision is. I'll yeah. keep, cause I'm the one that would be like, oh, we're going to podcast. And she'd be like, okay. And she'd be over and we'd figure out how to do it, whether, whether we had arrow or whether we didn't, we figured out how to get it done. And then, yeah. And then, so she always is very supportive. So it's definitely was not anything well, on her Mom, I don't want you to feel like it, you, one of us has to take the blame. That's not really, I, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, fine. But it, yeah, we but both, it, and then I was going on reindeer games. It just all kind of just was this big pile of reasons. And it was the new year, which is like when you usually re-sign up for another year of doing this or commit. So it was just all so much. It was all once. the timing with yeah. everything. And I guess, and first of all, this, um, well, I'll talk about this in podcasts, like what not previous, but what are they post uh, post? Yes. Like other ones, but I'll just give you a small taste of like what started like my decision making is I've been in my same house for since 1990. That's a lot of years. This is going to be 34 years come mm-hmm. this summer. And me and Dave made the decision that we are putting our house up for sale. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional (laughs) and we're going to do something else. And it's just been hard hard. on me. Yeah. And I get that. And that's why I think my mom has just kind of been down and just like, cause it's a lot of attached emotional attachment to the house. And that's where she like raised all of us. I mean, I'm sure I'll be really sad and attached, but I, I think the decision they're making is what's best for them moving forward. Um, and yeah, so that was like something that was happening at that time. Right. And then you are. Uh, yeah. That's when it was it. like, that was the decision making at the time we had not completely. That was when the decision October, the beginning of October was when everything came into play. And then mm-hmm. that, and then we had to know, like it was a pressure timed thing that I had to give an answer by. And I don't, and I, and I was supposed to actually give my answer by like the first of the year and I waited and I honestly didn't do it until what like two weeks ago is it like two weeks ago when I finally did I don't know you had your decision kind of you yeah but like made forth. it permanently yeah made, like actually like made the yeah. was like two weeks ago I finally made the decision a hundred percent it was yeah. it was going back and forth going back and forth and then for the last two weeks it's been really hard because now mm-hmm. Dave's at the point like okay, you have to clean out every room, 35 years of stuff. Like today Mm -hmm. I worked in Jesse's old room and I am not even, I was in there yesterday for like four hours today and there for four hours. And I'm not even, I'm about halfway done, but there's just so much stuff. I actually wanted to go on some media, but I don't tweet and say definition of hoarder equals Jenny (laughs) (laughs) because, oh my gosh, the stuff I have, I'm like, I'm going through these bins of stuff I packed away that I don't even know whose stuff it is. And it has to be mine and Nicole's, but I can't even remember wearing this stuff or having this stuff. And it's like, holy, I have a lot of stuff. It's a lot of pressure on yourself when you keep stuff, isn't it? Now I think about it differently, but it's like, okay, if I keep this, this item, I'm, I have to think about it. I think about it a little bit more now. If I'm going to keep, normally I'd keep everything. Now I'm like, okay, is it something that I'm going to have to 
it's guilt, guilt, throwing stuff away. If, especially if it's a, like we keep all our cards with like handwritten messages in them. When you're on big brother, I kept all of, you know, this, the fan mail from 2014. Like I have it all. It's like, you keep all that stuff. Oh, I was finding a bunch of frog stuff today. Yeah. Like, and that's, and that's from the, Nicole, uh, 2016 Nicole's season. 14, but, 2014. Or 2014, season 16, 16 but yeah. 2014. And, like, I'm, like, laughing because I went through these one bins, these four bins that I packed in this closet that when I cleaned out Nicole's room and made it into Arrow's nursery and... I had four bins of stuff I cannot get rid of at that time. And I combined all that down to one bin and just, in fact, Dave and Victor right now are on the way to Goodwill Goodwill to donate tons of stuff that I just got out of there today. Dave like pressures me to three bags a day of stuff that I either have to have in the trash, give away to somebody or to donate to Goodwill. Like I have, that's my minimum because he's like stressed. He doesn't think if he doesn't push me, that there's no way that I can get it done. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so I've been very emotional. I grew up in a lot of, I moved so many times. I've told you that before and I lived in so many houses, so I don't have Mm -hmm. just a childhood home. And so that's what I always wanted to give my kids. And I did give it to them. And I mean, it's still adult home, but Mm -hmm. my new home will be like the grandma home. Well, will be the grandma home now. And like, that's Mm -hmm. the house that my grandkids and stuff will know. But like, I didn't realize how, how, I would weird. I'd be about this. I'm, I'm actually quite like, yeah. it's, it's a big thing. And Nicole will walk in and she'll know she's like instantly like, yeah, I can tell what's getting the car. You're in a bad mood today. And well, that'll make me more in a bad mood because she calls well, me like, out well, on did it. Did you just wake up on the wrong side today? Because she'll just like, even today when I just got here, you are in a good mood now. You're like, I bought something and she's like, is this a joke? I'm like, wait, why did it send to your house? She's like, I opened it. Did someone send you this for a joke or did you pay $200 for this? And it's, it's art. (laughs) I just, I think because I'm getting, I think it's because I'm getting rid of so much stuff now (laughs) and that like that I've bought through the years and stuff that it's literally like, Nicole, don't buy, don't, don't do this. Don't buy some stuff. And and so I think that it's stuff that speaks to my soul, mom. And mom goes, (laughs) if I saw that at a thrift store for five cents, I wouldn't purchase it. And I looked at her, I said, we have a different that, taste. That wasn't very nice of me, was it, you guys? <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, Whoa. we have different tastes because I would be like, this is the best find of the century. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Anyways, it's, it is a picture of a cat wearing a pink, is it a pink wig or blonde wig? I got to show you guys because you guys are going to think I'm silly, but I think it's so cool. She loves it. I do. I love it. Um, 
But no, I can just tell that she's been off. And then the other day, like I just called her on my way to get my hair done. And and I didn't even know how to like even speak to her because I could just tell she was in, in like just different. And then she texts me and she's like, I feel like you were trying to ask me something but didn't ask me anything. And it's like, no, I was literally just checking on your well-being. Like, I'm just like, are you – how you doing today? Are you good today? Like, anyways. But it's an and adjustment. Then, and I'm really worried about my husband's well-being because <laughs> I, he always was attached and he is a um, – yeah. and he's a hoarder. You should, But he's just giving his stuff away and getting rid of it left and right. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? But, that was a little concerning. But, but... but I mean, I think he just wants to live a more more simple, more simpler, like simplicity, mm-hmm. like just like um, – what's that thing that I told you? I told you, yes, minimal. I think he We wants... are maximalists right now. I am a maximalist and I realize – that because my mom's a maximalist and I think now she will be I don't know if I think it'd be weird if you turn into like a straight up minimalist because that'd be so like different for me but like just in the middle somewhere would be great. And, and yeah, and I'm, and I'm talking tougher than I am because like last night we went, we had, um, we went out for some, I'm going to say the word wrong, faux. faux bowls. Oh my gosh. They're so delicious. It's the first mm-hmm. time I ever had one. And we went out and we had these at Rachel's or whatever. And then afterwards, Nicole and Victor like to go walk, which I mean, they didn't eat that much. Well, I guess you ate some extra stuff. But, I ate a lot, yeah. I, but they, she likes to walk off her stuff, so she wanted to go to Myers. And I looked at her and I said, and I think it's because I'm packing up stuff. I said, no, you do not need to go. And she's looking at me like, mom, I'm 30 years old. And I'm like, Arrow does not need another toy, um, doesn't need anything. He just gives me this little pout. like. And I just said, to, I, like to, I like to check out the clearance section. And I said, Nicole, we don't need any more clothes, this, this. And I'm naming like all the stuff. And then we're walking out and I and Eros has money that he keeps in my wallet of his or whatever. And I get him out some. I said, here, go buy something. And then she took him to the, I felt guilty. We because- got 15. You want to know what we got for $15? We got this awesome Spider-Man shirt. It had like a little heart on it. And so it was Valentine's. So it was only $3 and Arrow's obsessed with it. We got, um, he got Superman. He's into Superman now too. All the superheroes, but he had just learned about Superman like two days before that. So he got that for four ninety nine, and it's a big one. It's like a bigger than she a bottle it was of water. On clearance. It was on clearance. And then he got, which he painted this morning. It's a, di- he painted one for you, mom. But I was like, I don't even want to give it to her because it's probably going to end up in the trash right now. <laughs> but he painted three, there was like three stone dinosaurs for $6.99. It was a really good deal and it kept him busy for a while. So I feel like all of those purchases I would, I'm fine with, but I know what you mean. I don't, I don't need to buy stuff just to buy stuff. Yeah. So, so anyways, yeah. So, so there's some, a little backstory and explanation about Mm -hmm. where I've been coming from, my feelings and like, and not to mention menopause and that's like, I went out with, with my, once a year in February, I go out with a group of girls that are my age. So it's like, we, it's just something we planned for one of my other really close friends that we lost and it's her birthday month. So we always go out and celebrate her because um, we were all super close with her. And so we celebrate her every February and I like looked at them and I started asking funny questions. I'm like, are any of you guys like done with your period yet? And they're all laughing and all three of them actually had either ablation or the double... Hmm. Like none of them, none of them have, have had periods for years and years. So it's only me. And I'm like, 
They're like, are you done? Like you went through it. And I said, yeah, it's been like two years now and I haven't had one at all. I said, so does that mean I'm done? And they're like, yeah, you're done. And so it's just like, and we're just talking about menopause and do they still feel menopause even though they don't have their uterus? I don't, I'm trying to think of what we taught, what we the said. Symptoms. We talked about, well, yes, kind of, but they all, I said, do I'm like asking these random questions that I don't ask people because I don't sit there and spe- specifically talk to people that are like my mm-hmm. age, my grade and stuff. And, um, and I, the one that I lost is the one who I talked to everything about this and it's already been, so that's, this was our first fifth February getting together. So it's already been that many years that I've like lost who I talked to about everything. And I'm like, do you guys like pee your pants? And they're like laughing. Everybody does all mm-hmm. three. But so it's like, they're like, oh yes, our bladders are weak. And so it just was nice to talk about like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's just, but I forgot what my point was going there. But Well, no, basically I think you're just saying where you kind of, Oh, you're, you're, you're coming from plus menopause on top of all the emotional um, attachment to moving and making that decision. And then me being called on reindeer games was a big one. So when I got called, this was kind of all going on. And also this is why we said, okay, we're going to take like a six week break because I knew I was going to be gone. And I didn't know how the network was going to go with, I had no idea. It was the first time they were doing this show. So they're just like, act as if you're like home. And so I was like, that's going to be like, hard. And we're like, and we both said, we can't fool. We cannot I said, fool our I'm not podcast gonna betray, people. Like, I'm not going to betray them and pretend I'm recording when I'm not. Like pre-recorded all because she goes, they're too smart. They're all going to like. Yeah. That, no, I said, and I said, I wouldn't even want to do that because we podcast week to week on our lives. Usually when we're talking to you, 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 we did it yesterday or sometimes yeah. even the same day, but you yeah. never more. Than so I knew that would feel like a be- betrayal, right? Like that's weird. So, so then I was like, let's just take a break or, or let's just take like a holiday break and then we'll come back. And then, it, yeah, it was kind of my mom who just didn't want to come back, but it was cause there was so much going on. Um, but yeah, so we can, are you wanting to dive into reindeer games? That's yes, super, I'm, okay, like, let me see. I I have so many pages of notes because we're so, so far behind. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, yes, first let's talk about, already, yes. What? Yeah? Yeah, we're going to dive into the reindeer. I'm going to flip the okay. page now. So, um, number one question oh. that a lot of people asked is how Errol handled Nicole being gone? Oh my gosh, he was amazing. Like I was literally shocked. I was very scared. Mm-hmm. You got the call and it was never a decision to even think about. Like you you looked at me and said kind of and okay, I so pretty much said go. It though. was like a they were like it's six days. Um like awesome. It's gonna be fun, no drama, super holiday based, all legends. Um and I was like, Well, I feel thank you for asking me. I feel like this is awesome. I'm super interested. And then yeah, I was kind of like, all right, six days. I also, you guys knew how much I wanted to be done breastfeeding. I'm like, I think this is the best way to not be breastfeeding is to literally not have Arrow and I in the same room. And this is also another way to do that. So, And I was so, so scared inside because of the breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. at first when she said six days, like, yeah, it was six shows, but it really wasn't six days. It, it was, was like 12, 12 days. days gone. Mm-hmm. And so I kept thinking six and I'm like, I can do it. And then I knew it turned 12, but I never once let her know. Like I pushed, I said, you know what? It's been a couple years. This is something it's going to be fun and short. You're never, ever going to get a chance mm-hmm. to go on something this short again. Like mm-hmm. 
just do it. And she, you know, and then it was never turning back after that though. You, you no, I would have been so disappointed if like some, for some reason they weren't going to have the show. Yeah, like she, I got she really was, excited. And I was excited for her and not like excited I, enough to go lose weight. Like <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it and I said, nah, I'm just going to go on it's myself. But, um, yeah. And you had no idea at all who was going to be no. on it. Not, I mean, we, we would like, when they said legends, I like, yes. I mean, and they had a great, you had a great cast. Best cast. And I literally did not think Frankie, Brittany, or Danny was going to be on Same. it because of they did the, um, the laser thing. Yeah. So I, I just thought if anything, they would maybe, you know, be like hosts, be a part of yeah. it, like, like doing some things. So never once them, I did think, I honestly thought it was going to be winner. So I did think mm-hmm. Cody and I did think Josh and I did think Taylor. And I thought, like, Kay- and I thought Casey, cause she was, she's a girl winner. Yeah. And it, I also thought Rachel 1 million percent. I thought a million percent Rachel too. She was like, when we were writing out our list, mm-hmm. like that was who, and, and I thought Derek, yeah, I thought Derek. I didn't know if you would say yes. Um, but I don't even know if he got, I don't think there. he got asked, but, but I mean, I mean I that's know. just, we don't know, but we don't know. I yeah, just, I thought it was. So be I thought winners. it was going to be nine winners. Yeah, is what same. I thought it was, and I thought maybe Ian. Like yeah, I literally I thought Ian. For so sure. I'm like Nicole, you you love Xavier the winners. For You're sure. Be, oh yeah, I thought Xavier. So like, but we did not know one single no, person. Didn't. Like it was all just specula- speculation Specul- in yeah. our mind or whatever. And you know, and you know Nicole, she doesn't reach out and find out anything. So she did had no idea. Whatsoever. And like, and then they told me that it was competition based. So then I was also like, oh, that's kind of good because if everyone's like talking, then it kind of, it does kind of matter, but kind of doesn't. But I never felt like I needed to reach out or I was like in a disadvantage for not reaching out. I just felt like going in there completely unknown. That's kind of freaking scary. I don't know why I didn't try to reach out to anyone because looking back now. Yeah, but who would you have reached out to? Who would you even think to reach out to? Yeah, I guess. You weren't really talking to Cody at that time, so you no, would not yeah, have reached right. out. No, I would not. Maybe Josh. Yeah, Josh. If, if you reached out to anybody, it would have been, been Josh. It would have been Josh. That's it. I don't yeah. think Josh was the one that I thought for sure. And I also, see, then I was like, I feel, really feel like Paul will be on there. So there was so many people, but I just knew it was going to be a good group. Um, I just knew it was going to be a, a fun, good group because it was supposed to be super lighthearted. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And I don't know what's next. Like, um, no. So then arrow and the breastfeeding, mm-hmm. um, the first two days was the only, was the only two days. It was very hard for me. He flipped, a, you know, he didn't like, he was so good. I mean, he was so good, but like when it was bedtime, he flopped around a lot and he would like slap me like in my chest a little bit, like, cause he was frustrated and he'd say he wants mama. But I told him mom, mama was at work. She wasn't home. It was just daddy. So do you want to go home? which Victor was working. So that's why I kept him here. And he said, no, he wants to stay with me. Then we got through the first two nights and Nicole actually made this thing. She worked so hard at it. She went Mm -hmm. and got him for all 12 days. She was gone. She did like three things for each day that said like 
read this before you go to bed. This is first thing in the morning. Here's a little Christmas gift because it was like right before Christmas, like a countdown and we, thing. And I told him we, I was going to the North Pole to see Santa. Yeah, and bring him back his Christmas present. So she had like mm-hmm. everything and all his favorite things, his Spider-Mans and all that kind of stuff that he loves. And he refused to open, like two days he opened the gifts. And then once he was done with the breastfeeding and over it, he didn't even want to open anything. I had gave her back. I felt bad because I gave her back all the notes. I still have them all in an envelope. Like I couldn't even read them to him. Like he, he didn't want nothing to do with it. He just didn't even want to talk about it. He didn't want to like, he pretended like she wasn't gone actually. And after day two, he did stay a couple of nights with Victor too. And he was very good for Victor too. Mm -hmm. He was excellent for me and Dave. Like Mm -hmm. he just acted like he lived here and just was great. And actually, even when you called, he didn't act funny. Did he? He didn't cry. No, he didn't. She only called like twice the whole time. Yeah. I didn't want to call a lot, but, um, yeah, no. And I did make that because the psychologist for the show told me that that would be a good idea to make something so he can like, you know, acknowledge how many days he has left. And so I just, that's why I did a countdown. Um, and he wore those sweater man pajamas like every day. Right. Yeah. He, he was, he was actually so, I was just shocked how good he mm-hmm. was like, and I, and I was worried for myself, like with like lack of, cause I'm used to being able to, I love having them and stuff, but I love going up to bed and just, moving my arms the way I want to move. Yeah. Like I don't have to think about, you know, a little baby, which he's a toddler, but a toddler in my bed and rolling and all that kind of stuff. But it was, it was smooth as pie. I was very happy Mm -hmm. when Nicole got home though. You know, my arm was, my arm got sore. Like my muscles did because I couldn't face, I like sleep sometimes facing both ways in the bed. And I had to literally sleep the same position for the whole, all the days that he was here. Unless Victor took him home for the night. and He did try to breastfeed when I got back, but I did not let him. Because I still had milk, believe it I'm or not. I'm trying to remember. When you first got here, Victor picked you up from the airport and you got here. What did he do when he first saw you? I'm trying to remember that. He was so excited. I do remember that because I remember telling telling someone asked me. And he didn't like run away from me, but I don't think he cried. He just was so happy. He was so, happy so, to see so you, but then, he was, then he just acted normal and played, right? Yeah. I don't think he like, he didn't hold a grudge. But he, he held a grudge against you. Yeah. After. And then he said. Yeah. He was so good the whole time, but then he did not want to leave. Nicole said he didn't want me to come over and he thinks I'm going to take him if I would come over there or if he'd come here, he'd say, Mm -hmm. don't leave mama. Don't leave. Like for that lasted almost a week, I'd say. Yeah. You were really sad. And I I was like. And then, um, for, what were we talking about? The. He did that, and then, oh, my dad would be like, can Mama go back to the North Pole? No. Can Mia go to the North Pole? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he he missed her, but he held, like, he was such a strong little boy. He just held his, like, his, he held his own the whole time, and he just held it in until, Which yeah, I was it. very proud of him. Like, Thank goodness. You know, when it all went so, so, so smooth, like. Yeah. I was just, we, we did a lot though. I'm trying to remember, like, that's what I feel bad. It's like, yeah, but I think time. I did like a lot of stuff with him and we did, Victor was around quite a bit, you know, and we'd all go out to eat or all do, you know, hang out together. And he just was, Dave loved having, Dave likes it. When Dave goes to sleep though, he doesn't think about nothing but going to sleep. But he, when he was home just during the day, he loved having him like just climb up on his lap and, mm-hmm. you know, tell him what he wants to watch on TV or whatever else like that. He was always, he loved that. Mm-hmm. And it was, 
it was, um, but uh, yeah, so it all went well. And then Nicole said with her breastfeeding there, she, you had pumped in the night. You Um, had trouble there a little bit. Yeah. And like, yeah, like day three, uh, day three of being in the house or whatever, I, I had to see the doctor because I was starting to like get mastitis. It was super hard and it was super uncomfortable and getting like a little red, but then I was able to just pump it out during like our lunch break that we got from filming. So I was fine then. But yeah, and I was still, I just couldn't believe after all those days I was still producing and I was pumping like minimal, like just for, I wasn't pumping all the milk out. I was trying to pump to just, you know, relieve the pain. And like after them 12 days, he asked you for about how many days at home. I looked at her and I said, because that happened once before when she left and I kept him camping, but it was only for like 48 hours last time. Oh, that was when I went to Courtney's wedding. Yeah. And it was only 48 hours. And I was like, no, it's been this mm-hmm. long. Do not. I don't go know back. how we would have stopped other otherwise. Like, mom. But he still talked about if it. If you're like still going through it, I have no advice because. I had to literally leave for 12 days and I still, I see how I could have even given in when I got back. Like, so yeah, I don't know. It's hard. And only I feel like us who go through it know how hard it really is. Um, It's not as easy as just taking, you can't just take it away. I don't know. No. And he did. And like, he did like, he never, ever, ever took a pacifier. But he, like, a couple times he would grab a pacifier after she quit and just that that's laying because mm-hmm. we just have them in the, the toy box or I don't even know why we even had. She, you had a lot of pacifiers and, well, like, we used them for the dolls. Yeah. I advertised for a company and when he was three months and he did actually take one for, like, a tiny, 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 tiny bit. So then he would just walk around, like, put it in his mouth and laugh. Like like, Boss Baby, like the movie Boss Baby. He's, like, an adult with, like, a pacifier. It's hilarious. Yeah, that he was walking around like that. Like, "Mm, if you're not going to give me that, then I'm just going to suck on this. He still, to this day, if I take my shirt off, even he just sees my back. He goes, nom, 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 just to, like, be a little turd. I'm like, no. And he still tries to like put his hand in my shirt when he's sleeping or like, it's still like his comfort. He doesn't quite understand. So I'm just. And it's been two months right now. Yeah. yeah. Since you quit. Yeah. So. (laughs) He he didn't forget, but that's good because now she can focus on, you want to try to have another baby. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not pregnant right now. I'm on my period actually. (laughs) I took a pregnancy test as I, this is the second time this has happened as I, it's. As I was bleeding, starting my period. What are the odds of that? It's horrible. Because you're like hoping. You're hoping so bad. And then before you can even see the results of the test, you like wipe and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. So we answered the question when she got the call. It was about the time we were acting kind of strange on here trying to say like, oh, I don't know when we're going to be back. And when she decided to go was pretty much immediately. There wasn't any hesitation, any hesitation, your experience on reindeer games. I loved it. Even if I hadn't won, it's not at all just because I won. Okay. Well, I will say (laughs) during it, it felt like we were going through like Hunger Games 2.0, like Big Brother, Amazing Race, any show ever. Like Josh said, like, this is so much harder than the challenge or like, this is so much harder than big brother. It was the emotional and mental toll on it for the filming of the hours and what we had to go through each day. So like by the end of it, it felt like day like 77 in the house. And when we watched it back, I'm just like, 
felt like so hilarious. Like, why are we crying? We're literally crying on like a Christmas show. It's so silly. But when you're in it, it feels like the the craziest thing that you've ever done. Um, so the experience is, is that it is, it is so, so, so hard. And I think also because I genuinely liked everyone on the show, it was really hard to try to make moves against people. And so that was like, you didn't have a clear enemy. And I think that made it really difficult. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, I It's crazy, but like <laughs> when I first got there, I had like a breakdown on day one, day two of filming and... I think it was the hormones of stopping breastfeeding too and everything, but I was just like, why am I here? I cannot do this. I have like 0.05% chance of winning this. Like it was horrible. And plus as an introvert and I was just like, everyone is so like, like when we're not filming, we're all in a room eating breakfast. Like everyone's talking and, and bonding. And for me, I just like sit there cause I'm like kind of quiet and overwhelmed and they're all like bonding. I'm like, and I just felt like, okay, it takes me 11 days to warm up to play Big Brother. The game is over in six days. Like, how am I going to do this? So anyways, I snapped out of it the next day. And then the next day was someone else's breakdown and then so on and so forth. Every single person, like at lunchtime, had a breakdown. I was just the first one to do it. And I realized I was better off when I didn't call home. Uh, you could call home when you wanted. I was just, I, I, I had to stay in it. Like I had to stay in the game mode. Um, survival mode is what you have, what you felt like, but I do it. It's crazy. I do it again. And it was amazing. I have amazing friendships from it. Uh, and that I won yeah, is just and, like and the I, cherry. And, and I'm real, and I'm really, really happy that her and her and Cody like got together and bonded again because yeah. they had, they had a great relationship all the way from the very first season, even though he was like mm -hmm. with Derek trying to get her out. They just always had like that brother sisterly love. It's, it's easy with him. And like the, yeah. you know, and with, you know, and I love his family. And so it's just, there's just a bond there that just because of doing that, you know, we both got in reality television, our families at the same That's year. True. And we just have this crazy bond. And I didn't realize how I'm talking to his mom. Like while, once we realized they're both there, we like immediately connect and we're talking again about everything. And um, I didn't realize like Nicole played with a Calipari brother, all three of her seasons of big brother and reindeer games. Cause she played mm -hmm. twice with Cody once with Polly when she wasn't playing with Cody and then played reindeer games with and Cody's Cody. never played. So Cody's me. never played one of those without, without me. you. He's yeah. Like, Damn it. Nicole's here again. Like, what is this house without Nicole? Nicole is this house. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I was really happy. And she said like, it happened almost immediately. Right. Yeah. You guys just immediately. Well, I will say no day one. I was like, he's dead to me. Like, let's go after him. And then Okay, when he day two he left, and I literally had to hold back tears because I felt like we were already like 
connected again and he was going to be my shield and I didn't know what to do, but it was the best thing for my game because it made me put my big girl pants on and show up and be like, all right, Nicole, you got to do this. You can't like just let, you know, him take the, it's just nice to have a shield, right? If you're in a fight, you want a shield. And when you don't have it, it does make you play and a different you, And game. you saw him during filming after that, though. So, that, like, you guys continued to grow your relationship, Yeah, right? I love Cody. I am so happy. She to, said, literally she, said just she got literally, married. like, when he won, when she won, he was, like... I his, jumped in his arms, if you guys didn't notice. And people were, like, messaging me. You literally jumped in Cody's arms? Yes, because... She said he was cheering her he on. He was the... When I turned around, he was, hands down, the happiest for me. When you... Just the look in a pure joy and, like proud like he was so proud you just i just knew like i have a really good emotional intelligence i just knew and also during the final competition he was keeping me calm focused there was times i wanted to give up because i just felt like i'm way too far behind and he just nicole calm down you got this like it was just me and him for like a couple minutes of just like you know telling me to him to it was just, I appreciated it so like much. Making so making you breathe and take care. Yeah, and so I felt like, I mean, that, that I will never, I will never take credit for all of that myself. Like, there's so many things that have to happen for you to win this show. And in that moment of the final competition of him cheering me on, that had so much, a, a bigger impact than anyone can probably ever imagine. And so when I won... Yeah, I headed straight for his arms. And I think he was shocked and I was shocked like that we that I won. Like he, I think he was shocked that I made it to the final too. Like seeing his oh, that, face that's my besides besides out. Nicole the minute Nicole wins because, you know, just in, in my husband's face, which we'll talk about that video later. Besides that, my favorite part of the entire 6 days mm-hmm. was when they come when that when the rest of them the first 5 that were got um, lost, were standing there and it came out and it's waiting to see who the winners and um, they saw Frankie and Xavier walk Frankie out. and Xavier and then Nicole and Taylor came with their arms in there. I'm like, yeah, them two Michigan girls. Oh my gosh. Like, because I, mean, I was, that was my favorite. Like I yeah. can replay that one part like over and over. Am yeah. I losing my, no, you're just, you got to hold your microphone a little, you're um, like make, you know, hold it further away. Cause you, you're, when you put it too but close. But when I was, that was like my favorite part of the whole time was just watching that. It was like, wow. Like, I don't know, just that girl power and just their faces. Everybody's face was like, okay, are you kidding me right now? They just got <laughs> with Xavier and Frankie. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. I would. And then you and Brittany, I'm glad that you guys. Yeah. And Brittany and I, like, I, I feel like it was meant to be like, everything came full circle. And then Frankie and I are you guys were always close, always close. But I feel like now it's just like being on the same team. This is the first time that we played together. Um, and it just felt really good. So yeah. And ta- I've, I've made amazing relationships like with Taylor and Xavier and like Josh and I have always been close, but we were just like even closer. It's, it's, it's really great. And I got to meet Danielle Reyes, which I've never got to I don't know if I met her way back when I was first on Big Brother 16 because she goes to some events, but actually like talk and communicate like you, you know, you actually was the first time you met Tiffany, Tiffany, and Xavier. And I really, yeah, yeah. I, I got first time because I don't really do Big Brother function. So, um, Derek X, right? Yeah. Him first time I met him too. So it was just, it was really cool. Um, I loved it. And oh, and Cameron. Cameron's so nice. So fast that it was, I was like, gonna, I was going to be trying to work with him. <laughs> to take out Cody. But anyways, it's funny how things flip so fast. 
And you just got to react and adapt. And yeah, I'm really grateful for the friendships. If nothing else, I was already grateful for, you know, by day three of and just your experience, like the experience alone is what mm-hmm. I was. Do you know how proud I was when she made it to final four? And I was just like, oh my goodness, she made it to final four. And I figured that out on my own. She didn't know I even figured that out while she was gone, but it was like, it was just easy to, I figured it out because of who I had known where it's gone already. And I'm like, oh my God, Dave, I'm pretty sure she made final four. I'm pretty sure. But you know, I hadn't talked to her, so I didn't know. Oh yeah. Anything. What were you feeling? Like, were you just like, oh my gosh, she actually is making it? Like, she's I was not like, out whoa, yet. to final four. I'm like, she made final four. She made final four. Cause I kept, I watching for the rumors or who's yeah, out sure. or who's been whatever. And that was like, oh which, which they weren't always right. Right. I, cause the rumors, no one even knew. No one even knew like per episode who was going out when we were watching it live. No, but, but the thing, the, the information I got was pretty close. It wasn't an exact order, yeah. but it was like who was left at the end. Right. Like those four were kind of right. Yeah. I knew it was like Frankie. That's cool. I knew it was Frankie. I don't think I knew it was, I knew it was Frankie and I knew it was you and I knew it was Taylor for sure. I'm trying to know if I remember if I thought it was Xavier, if I thought it was Brittany at that time, it was really close. Oh, like, yeah. so I wasn't sure, like, but I knew mm-hmm. like that you were in that final four, mm-hmm. like from what I had heard or whatever. And so then I didn't get to talk to her until it was, she called me and she goes, I'm here with the handler. And it was, she was in a really good mood. So that, that, and that was after the final four thing. And after I already thought that, and I could tell, I'm like, oh, for sure, for sure. Because <laughs> she's in a good mood. She just called, she goes, I'm just calling to check. I want to make sure how Arrow's doing. All right. Love you guys. See you guys in however many days she said and bye or whatever. And then that was it. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And then afterwards, she texted me, it's over. And it was like, I'd have to look at my phone. I could probably look at the text. It's over, whatever. And I said, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. She goes, well, I didn't win. Taylor won. I said, Nicole, I am so proud of you. She said, I got second. I said, you got second? I'm like, oh my God, girl, you kicked but like mm-hmm. you got second and Taylor won. Oh, you guys rock. Cause you know, at that, that point I had just known four, your thought four pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she got second. Oh, I was just so freaking proud that she went and got second place. Like, and that, ta- mm-hmm. and that a girl won. I mm-hmm. was just like, you are kidding me. I cannot wait to hear all about this. So she didn't say anything else. We talked a little bit and then she got no, to- I, I was like, Cody, go tell your mom not to tell my mom. I know you told her I won, I bet, but go tell her not to tell. And then he's like, texting her now. <laughs> so I was like, shoot. And I was like, Josh, do not tell Victor. Like I was so afraid that someone else was going to tell, you know, that I won before. So then anyways, she's at the airport. She's all ready to fly home or whatever. And we're making the plans like to see Arrow because it was going to be late like to make sure he's up and all that kind of stuff and figure it all out. And then she's in the thing and she said, I said, tell me about it. And then she started telling me about the last competition or whatever. Yeah, She's like, well, what did Taylor like beat you in? I said, what did she exactly do? And then I started, she said something and I said, 
But like, and I questioned like three things. She goes, okay, mom, I won. No, I said, okay, mom, you're not going to believe this. And then I knew it. The minute she said that. And I started just bawling. I was like choking on my words. And I'm like, I'm like, but don't tell dad. I'm like, oh my God, you did not. I'm like, "Ah." she's like, yes, I can't keep it from you, whatever. But we are not telling dad and Victor. So I still thought like when she came home, she's definitely going to tell, you know, I just went with the second place thing. And then a few of her friends texted me. And I actually told like Mariah and stuff. I'm like, as she got second, Taylor won. Do not say anything. It cannot get leaked. They will not get paid if anybody knows Taylor won. So they were like, oh, I promise. I promise. I said, let Nicole tell you, you know, like, because I wanted to just like double reinforce ahead of time what Nicole, what I knew Nicole had said to me and or whatever. And so um, I just let it go like that the whole time. And I thought when she got home, she would cave because she was so excited. And I do not know how we both held it. How many days do we have to hold it before the finale? Like, like two weeks. Almost two. Well, it started showing the week yeah, before. Monday. Yeah, it was like, um, it was at least less, nine well, less days. Than, less than two days. It was yeah. about nine days, Monday, but nine. Seven, 11 days. Yeah, so we like, it was crazy. Like, and a, a couple times it was just like when no, Brittany would text days, her yeah. something and then I would like talking about during the show that I almost like accidentally just said, responded something to her out loud about mm-hmm. like it. And then I was like, oh my gosh. But we did not, she did not tell Victor and I was shocked and I did not tell Dave. And if you guys saw that video, like that is the most, that still brings yeah. tears to my eye. Yeah. My and dad was like, like he what? was just like literally shocked. They, and saying Taylor won, I mean, it did look like that all the way up to the end. So we picked the perfect person to. Well, yeah, because I literally almost did not win so i was like that's it literally was anyone's game so i was like i'm just gonna because it's gonna look like at the end that she's gonna gonna win because she was so far ahead um so i knew it'd be believable up to the last minute if i told you guys i got out like fourth or something and i obviously didn't you'd know i'd be lying like way ahead yeah but i'm just saying like i didn't know like I didn't know at that point, like how the final four worked. If you all went head to head and somebody got four thirds, I did not know. Do you know what I mean? I, I was watching it for the first time, Mm -hmm. like at that same time too. And the crazy thing is we, she wanted to have a couple people over. So like she could be happy about it, but she didn't want to have too many people over where people got weirded out about it. So we had the bare minimum of people there. In fact, Jesse was supposed to be there and Ashley and they didn't come because Ashley was getting a procedure done the next day. And, Mm -hmm. And Jesse got called on storm work to New York. So it was like, and had they known, I think no matter what, they would have made it enough to be there. But they're like, they were watching it and cheering on the whole time. But it was like that moment. And then the crazy thing was, is I was sitting next to Dave and I was acting like a psycho. So that was the funniest part is because (laughs) I have bad hearing, like you guys all know. And everybody just kept eating. We made so much food. Everybody just kept eating food and walking in front of me. And the food was right under the TV. And I'm like, I want to watch this. I want to watch this. And so I was being like, kind of a little bit crazy. And then afterwards they're like, now we know why you wanted to watch it so bad. But I was sitting next to Dave where Nicole was in that video. And like five minutes before that, I don't even know what made it happen that way. I was thinking, how am I going to tape Dave's face doing all that? You know, I'm not going to be able to tape his face and Victor's face unless I move. And she went to the bathroom. I immediately jumped in her seat by Mariah. And I said, you sit there. She looked at me and she's like, oh, like you totally forgot too, didn't you? 
Well, I just didn't know how. I thought you were just gonna tape Dad, but it was perfect since I and Dad didn't and Vic didn't even know you were taping. Like it was. No, I just I was still watching the TV and I just held my phone. Yeah. Like kind of weird. Like like I would like I was reading. Like I was almost texting or reading yeah. something. Yeah. And so nobody was looking. So nobody had no idea. Like mm-hmm. Mariah's right next to me and had no idea I was taping anything. I know. I can't believe Mariah didn't catch on. Oh my god! Yeah, you can hear her in the video. But that was like the craziest. I don't know. It was just it was amazing. Cool. It was cool. I love I love talking about it because I I feel like it all happened so fast because you you filmed it and then it was over all in two weeks and like we really I I stay humble so I really don't talk about it and I forget about it so it's nice to like yeah I did that yeah I did it's pretty freaking cool and as a competition based show I feel like I'd be the last one to people think to win so I just thought that that was really cool too. And there's so many more much we want to, I still have pages and pages of stuff to tell you, to uh, tell all of you. So we're definitely not, this isn't going to be a last podcast. We're going to keep you updated on, I want to cut it short here because I want to make, make sure that I know where to end. Yeah, that's fine. It's 44 minutes. We're 45 minutes in anyways. So that's a long podcast for people to listen, but yeah, we, so Victor did tell me that he will help me figure out how I can upload my own podcasts. Um, so you guys can listen. So my mom and I, so that way we're not obligated to do it weekly, but at least monthly and maybe, you know, twice a month, or maybe we will get to weekly. We just really, we just really don't know, but we are, we are going to continue. So, um, just watch out on, well, you guys, the Facebook Facebook page, and then also my Instagram page, I will be putting like whatever we're doing there. We, right now I have no idea. It'll probably hopefully be called the Jenny and Coco show as long as that name's not taken. Yes. And there's so like, I have, I, I do not forget all your questions when I'm looking at them. I see so many things that you even wanted to talk about Christmas and New Year's Paris and the and pets. And, and um, yes, she is still friends with Paul. I'll answer that one because that's an easy one. They want to know because since he wasn't at your wedding, like and your relationship, how you are with Paul still and you're still. Oh, I love Paul. And it was like a last Paul. minute cut out from oh, him not being at your wedding. Yeah, no, wasn't he it? was supposed to be there and then something happened. Uh, it was literally like the day before. Yeah, it was, and it was someone who got really sick or something. I don't can't even remember, but it was like a yeah. He texted us like while we were in Florida that he wasn't going to be able to make it. But him and Vic are close. Like I love Paul. If he was in New York when I was just in New oh, York, oh yeah, and everybody wants to know about the New York trip, and that that yeah. was a lot of fun for and a lot of good great details. So Paul's one of like the Paul and Josh are like they're such good dudes. Like oh my gosh, I love hanging out with them. If you can hang out with some, like, I feel like their hearts are just like so pure. Anyways, that's all I'll say about that. But yeah. And so we'll get you updated on all the rest of it. But thank you. And we just to let you know, we missed you. This felt good. This felt good to feel good. Yeah. We got to, mom, we got to keep doing this so we can shake off those winter blues, right? Yes, it it, it did feel good. And I hope hope we answered partially your stuff and we will keep going because I know there's still a lot more. Two two months of not hearing from us. We have a lot lot to catch up on. It feels good to have a lot to talk about. I feel like a lot of times too, we were like, what should we talk about? We're... Or boring we feel them. like we're boring you, but we must not really because because you missed us. Yeah. So we must not bore you. <laughs> okay. Have a good day, guys. Bye.